Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's time, it's time for the Draft Dudes Podcast. What's better than this? Your hosts, the Draft Dudes themselves and co-founders of the Draft Network, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. Guys being dudes on the Draft Dudes Podcast. And it starts now. better than this guys being dudes here on the draft dudes podcast it's joe marino and kyle Krabs. we're your host chris schubert floating around producing this thing we're from the draft network and we're brought to you by bet online the number one spot for all your sports wagering and information they've got it all of course football which you got to get in on the action but major league baseball tennis golf esports combat sports you name it you can find it over at bet online super easy to navigate website that you can check out on your desktop or your mobile device we also have a deal for you use our promo code believe 50 that's b-l-e-a-v-5-0 you get a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit it's bet online and it's where the game starts kyle happy national chris day to you wow two days in a row right. Chris appreciation Mm-hmm. happy happy bit with chris paying off yet again day as well chris are you concerned at all about the new york mets uh not concerned at all about the new york mets no um it's going to come down to the three games that the two teams play in a couple of days if they play where, those games where they play them, where, how they're going to play those games yeah that's what it's going to come down so we, we've been tormenting chris all year long about being a mets fan and overly excited irrationally excited about baseball in the spring and now that we're down to like, oh, like baseball is actually relevant because like you don't have 100 games left to play uh, this this Mets uh, championship tour that Chris has convinced the team is on. Uh, they are currently tied with the Atlanta Braves with, I believe, five games left to play. Seven, seven, seven. games left. To not play. a math guy. I'm not a math guy. I just not a math guy. 160, seven. 162, whatever it is. Yeah. Awfully brave of baseball to become relevant at the same time that the football season is like fully going. Confirmed. Did you do that on purpose, Joe? Did you say awfully brave? Did you do that on purpose? Brave. Brave. No, that wasn't on purpose. But I remember when it was Derek Jeter's like retirement tour and it was like, this is Derek Jeter's last at bat ever at Camden Yards. Let's go live to it. And it's like, I just don't care like his his career ended just like every other baseball player's career ended while everyone else was watching football wow wow sitting there trying to watch college football Aaron Judge is going for not even a major league baseball record a Yankees team record home run and I gotta have split screen while I'm trying to watch Clemson and Wake go off game I'm just if glad, I want to watch I'm the Yankees, I'll turn we... on the Yes Network, which I don't have because it su- wasn't important enough for me to have as part of my cable subscription. Go off, King. I'm surprised it. I'm surprised it took us to Tuesday for Joe to air out his grievances that he aired out in real time on on Saturday, and <laughs> I couldn't disagree more with Joe's <clears throat> Joe's position on this. And the home not run a the important thing. Not 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 a he has not, got, he has not he has not gotten the home, Wednesday, the home run yet. Is it Wednesday? I don't know what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> it took, it took us he forgot Wednesday what day it was. 
to figure this out. And the, the funny thing is, is they ESPN clearly understands where their bread is buttered because when the game got into overtime, Clemson and Wake did, they didn't, they didn't cut to it. the judge that was going on at the same time. So well, everybody they probably read got their all mentions. hot and bothered about it. <laughs> no, they no, they probably They're like, hey, no, this is a really no shitty offense. deal. Let's not let's not do this again. No. What what they realized is, hey, maybe the second quarter of a Clemson Wake game isn't really, you know, the biggest thing in the world. We can cut into Aaron Judge setting the American League a home run record. We can we can cut into that, and then when the game's important in overtime, oh, maybe we'll just stay here. Wow, does, maybe does he trust have the or under- He has sixty. This home run, the so next he's one not, will be he, sixty-one. He, which he's not even Chris, tied for the him? team record yet. Do you want him to get it? Do so you we, want him to get it, Chris? So first of all. Okay, first of all, it's not it. We have a mock draft to do on a Wednesday, but we'll know, do we'll this. Get there. Well, we're not doing anything else today. It's it's not a, it's so it is a team record, but it's also the American League record. It just happens to be held by a Yankee. Oh, so if he hits the next home oh, run, whoa, whoa. the AFC half, pass half the league. Whoa, the NFC sack record. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> imagine, imagine being a sport rich in history. Sorry, my apologies. Baseball, baseball, a sport rich in history. So if he hits the next one, that will tie Roger Maris, and then sixty-two yeah. will will set him alone. He'll be by himself. Now he still will be behind McGuire. About Sosa, eight other Bonds, people. Eight eight play. other regular seasons. They, Barry Bonds. But they all played. Congratulations on Aaron Judge for totaling the eleventh greatest home run total in the history of the game. Whoa! <laughs> they, history in the they, making. But they, but they played in the National League, which is different than the American League. So the it's American Major League, league Baseball. Is, it's all the same thing. No, Joe Flacco no, set not, an AFC East record with right. 155 right. pass attempts in three games. You're, Let's throw a parade. You're, you're comparing apples to, to oranges, and that's okay. And to answer your question, Joe, no, I do not want him to get it under no right. circumstance. Why is that? Because it's rich in history. Because he's a Yankee. I don't want the Yankees. I don't want anything to, nice to happen to the Yankees. I hate the Yankees. I respect the pettiness there. Would you want would, Kyle? Would you want Josh Allen to set the all-time touchdown uh, in a game? It's, it's not. No, it's you not, do not. It's not the all. It's not the all-time. It would be the AFC. No, I'm. I'm just giving you <laughs> an example. Would you want Josh irrelevant. Allen to set records? No, you would not. Yeah, he does. He does. He does. I can tell. I can tell. Can we do the freaking mock draft now, please? Yeah, yes. Chris. Clip Let's this. Take Sam. Baseball give, me a, give me a clip out of this. Yeah. Okay. Listen, mock you want to talk baseball? There you go. <laughs> Okay. I who's, didn't. Who's you brought picking, it up. Who's picking odds and who's picking evens? I, I um, You know, that would require me to be a good producer and remember who did what last time. But I will have. Oh, Joe went first last time. So, Kyle, you are going to do odds. Joe is going to do evens. That's no fair. I have to make an extra pick. Boo-hoo. That's like that's that's like Joe getting accolades for making one less pick than me in this mock draft. Like Aaron Judge is going to get accolades for hitting less home runs than everybody else. I don't think either one of us is going to receive any accolades for this mock draft. Unless it actually happens. Yeah. We'll, we'll dunk. We'll remember. Hey, you remember that September 28th mock draft where we had this player going to this team? Yeah, we were right. If you do enough mock drafts, you might get a lot more right. I will start us off. Okay. Would we like the jingle? Yeah. Give, give the jingle and, and just for, for, us for the three of us. I'm going to control the spreadsheet that has been created, so oh, nobody good, touch me. Good, good, Chris. I actually have a question for you. Do you are you aware of any royalty free variations of the jingle? That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, if let we, me give like, you one. Acquired our own on. jingle. Push record okay. right now. All right, ready? I'll work on it. Okay. No, 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 no. I'll work. I'll work on getting us something. <laughs> okay. 
All right, everybody quiet. Hold on, hold on, because then I'll take this and I'll put it on the soundboard. So everybody quiet. I need everybody listening at home. Everybody everybody be quiet. All right, Kyle, there's going to be a a second of silence, and then the floor is yours. Okay, ready? Dun, 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 dun. It's going to be so overmodulated, but that's going to make it amazing. Are on the clock with the first pick of the draft dude September 2022-2023 NFL mock draft. And with the first overall pick, the Houston Texans are going to select Will Anderson, defensive end, Alabama Crimson Tide. He is the best player. And Houston, y'all got a long way to go. And um, I think with all the draft capital that they have acquired, they have the luxury of time. Um, I think this brain trust will have plenty of runway with the understanding of where Houston is as a team. And therefore I want the best player and the best player is Will Anderson. The Seattle Seahawks, number two, we don't have a quarterback. We have quarterbacks available. Which one becomes the question? Stroud, Young, or Levis? Give me the one that's played the best this year. And that's CJ Stroud quarterback from Ohio state. I love that he steps into a situation that has DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. That 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 excites me. A couple of couple of nice young tackles there. Noah well. Fant, bro. Noah Fant, bro. That's right. Noah Fant. Will Disley, man. They got some. They got some stuff to work with Kenneth here. Walker. Uh, Ken Walker. Ken Ken Walker. Ken Ken Walker. Ken Walker. Yeah, g- give me CJ Stroud and let's move this Seattle Seahawks football team forward. Why is John Gruden commentating this? I don't mean for this did, to happen. Did, did, did you catch that? Did you feel it, though, when it happened? <laughs> Knock on wood if you're with me. <laughs> uh, I'd like to clarify what the draft order is before anybody before we get too deep into this. <laughs> Thank and you, Kyle. It's real yes. mad. So what what is the determining factor for this draft order? This is the one that is the reverse Super Bowl odds as compiled as of by this week. Jamie Eisner, yes. From Bet Online. From Bet Online. Okay, yep. so these are Bet Online's Super Bowl odds, reverse engineered. Don't get mad at us. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. Don't get mad at us. The Atlanta Falcons are on the clock with the third overall selection. And the Falcons, they got a day two quarterback in the roster in Desmond Ritter. It kind of struggling to jive offensively. Obviously, they're just coming off a head-to-head win against Seattle on the road, so that's that's a nice <clears throat> feather in their cap for the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> God, I suck. Um, this comes down to quarterback or best player available, and that should not be a surprise based on how we've tackled these mock drafts in September and August thus far over at draft network. But um, I think, I think we're going to give Desmond Ritter a chance because we haven't seen him play yet. And he hasn't given us the reason to pull the ripcord. Now I understand that Arthur Smith, if you're picking three things might not be looking so good for you. Um, I'll go ahead and draft Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle from university of Georgia for the Atlanta Falcons. Obviously there's, some regional familiarity there. They've been looking for forever to have a disruptive presence next to Grady Jarrett. You think about what Carter and Jarrett can do to wreck some game plans defensively, and I, re- I really like that for Atlanta. 
the New York Jets at number four. I have no idea what Chris wants me to do here. No idea. But um, I I feel like I have to do something at offensive tackle. Um, Dwayne Brown signed a two-year deal, didn't he? He did sign a two-year deal. Two-year, $20 million. And Becton would be back next year, but I, how do you count on anything from Becton, right? I don't think you could. That's you, not responsible. Even if he's on the roster, I, I don't right. think you assume anything. George Fant, expiring contract. We got we to gotta get this right. We got to get this right. No love for Max Mitchell and um, Connor Mc, McDermott. <laughs> Correct. No love. Those are back. Chris Roman. Need a franchise. We need a franchise player here. Give me Broderick Jones. Georgia. Wow. Offensive tackle. You did it. Yeah, man. I've, I'm kind of in on Broderick as this legitimate top half of the first round caliber player. Oh. Size, length, no. movement skills, power. The tape, the tape resume expands every week and it's high quality. So maybe he's not the name that we went through the summer thinking of as OT1, but he's the guy that I think is trending to be that guy. You you kind of suck for this, if I'm being honest, because I have Chicago at five. Well, you've put him me a good in a player. very disadvantageous spot. Not gonna lie. Um, yeah, you'll get a good player, but uh, your, your value at offensive tackle. You're talking Peter Skaronsky or Jalen Duncan at offensive tackle. We're looking at wide receiver with. Jordan Addison, or do I reunite Jackson Smith and Jigba so that the Bears can reinvent the forward pass? Um, oh, oh, hey, Kyle, I'm uh, Joe Shane with the New York Giants. I'd like to move up from 10. Oh. Can't imagine is, what you can. This, this, this is, is a stunner that Joe Marino wants to make a event This is unbelievable. He comes out of in nowhere. September. Are you kidding Saved me right now? what I did. In I sept- saved your ass. <laughs> I'd Hold on, you got to make a deal. I'd love to hear your offer. I would be an irresponsible general manager if, if I were to be Ryan Poles and not hear what you have to say. like to hear an offer for number five overall. And I'm assuming, based on the presence of the teams picking at six, seven, that you have a certain motivation to come up here. Yeah, we do. We are going to offer you 10, our second round pick this year, which is probably in the 30s, 40 maybe. Not a math guy. Our second round pick in 2024. And who's that offensive tackle that they had on the roster? Um, I feel like I should know this off the top. I'm sorry. I know this is bad audio. I got to pull off this guy's name. On the Giants you. roster? Yeah, they had a guy. That, Matt Pert? It, yeah, I, that's the name I was thinking of, but do they still so, have him? I think he's – I believe he's injured. Yeah, he's on Pup. So we're offering you two twos, a one in Pert. Ten? Are two this year or two next year in Matt Pert? It's such an insulting offer that I'm going to shut down the negotiations and I'm just going to make a pick. Are you kidding? You're coming up for a, you're coming up for a quarterback, and you're not going to even offer me a second one to come into the top. No, five? the Bills went from twelve to seven. They gave up fifty one and fifty three. Top five. I gave you more than that. Top five. You're not coming back as far. You're not going from seven to twelve. You're going from five to ten. Right, but I'm sitting at five overall. 
wait. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out. Can I, can I get that again, Joe? You're not going as far. You're going from seven. You're going not from seven to twelve, which is five spots. You're going from five to ten. Yeah, but you're is, not going back as right, far. You're going to I, I get you're what he's saying. You're, you're, you're not going back to twelve. You're going back to ten. I get. But it. you're going the same number of places from your get current position. Your nonsense. Take to go to go to a higher spot. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you're just shutting me down. Like, there's nowhere else to go here for this conversation. Um, what more do you want? For, for for the sake of entertainment purposes, yeah, I am going to shut it down. It's I, I I don't want to get into the whole negotiation Kyle, you know process. What, yes, but you know what you've done here now. Now he's not going to offer a trade for like six months. No, that's fine. Listen, what did you want to hear? Two first round picks. I I needed at least two ones. At least two ones. You, at least you, two ones. Go well, go ahead and pick your bad offensive tackle that you're going to get right here. That you're going to still got the same tackle. player at ten. You're going to get the same offensive tackle at ten. And you're just not going to have those extra assets. Go ahead and oh, reach. No, I'm, I'm actually going to draft Jackson Smith and Jigba, the wide receiver from Ohio State, to reunite with Imagine Justin Fields. Sat there for that. And turned down two twos. Listen, of, we wow. we got to get Justin Fields on track. The best way that you can do that, and you see that as a trend across the league, is to reunite quarterbacks with receivers and pass catchers that they've had elsewhere. Um, yeah, I'll I'll take my chances uh, picking Jackson at five mm, for Chicago. Right. Probably could have got him at 10. Uh, number six, Carolina Panthers. We're just going to sit here. We're thankful the Giants didn't trade up in front of us for a quarterback. We're going to go with Bryce Young, quarterback out of Alabama. We need a we need a guy that we think can steady the hand there at quarterback after a lot of inconsistency for like the last decade, it feels like. Uh, Bryce Young can help maximize uh, the weapons that we have in McCaffrey and DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson and what I think Tommy Tremble can develop into. They're close on the offensive line. They got talent on defense. Bryce Young is a, is a winning quarterback that we need. Uh, the Washington commanders on the clock, happy that the Panthers left quarterback Will Levis on the board for them. The investment in Carson Wentz, you needed to get somebody in house. I get it. You can get out of Carson Wentz's contract after this year with no dead cap at all. And um, for some of the bright production flashes early on, I I certainly do not think it is sustainable. There's some durability questions with Carson. Uh, He's taking a lot of sacks and pressures and obviously got sacked a bunch against Philadelphia. So um, uh, I'm going to go with more of a long-term play. I'm also assuming if Washington's picking seven, they probably have a new head coach, and that is going to warrant a transition in the wants and the needs, and they got a great chance to get a super talented player here in Will Levis at seven. Pittsburgh Steelers at number eight. We gotta we gotta help the offense. We gotta help the offense here. Oh, wait, is it is it te- how tempting is it to give Kenny Pickett Jordan Addison? I sort of have to do that, mm. right? But they have – wait, this is kind of bad, though, because they have Pickens. They it, just paid Deontay Johnson. Like, the smart play is to go offensive line. This is the Bengals conundrum. This is the Bengals of Penny Sewell or Jamar that's Chase. That's fun. That's very fun, yes. I'm living this right now. <laughs> oh, man. If I ask Kenny, if I called him up, I say, Kenny, you want Jordan Anderson and Jaylor Duncan? He's going to say, Kenny, going to say, hell yeah, give me Jordan. Yeah, so he's getting Jordan Addison. We're gonna we're gonna trust our quarterback here. Wow, Jordan Addison, wide receiver, USC, 
the big time production that they had together, Kenny Pickett and, and uh, Jordan Addison at Pittsburgh, is now back in Pittsburgh, and um, we got we got three receivers now. We got we'll fix the offensive line with our next picks. But we had to we had to give our our quarterback his guy here in Jordan Addison. Do everything player wins down the field can create space for himself. Fun player, best receiver in the class right now, in my opinion. Well, with Jordan Addison coming off the board at eight, that all but guarantees if Jackson Smith and Jigba were on the board at nine, he would have been the pick for the Patriots, which means Chicago could not have traded back from five to 10 to still get mm. the same player they took at five. So congratulations. They could have just got Peter Skaronsky or Jalen Duncan. They'd be fine. Patriots kind of in a tough spot here. I don't love what I'm left at at, at wide receiver with two wide receivers in the top eight picks gone. Um, I could justify Michael Mayer. Obviously you have Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith, and those are highly paid players. And I, I get that they were, I believe they were both three, three and four year deals, but, um, New England certainly weaponized multiple tight end offensive sets. And I don't think Johnny Smith is giving you enough to warrant continuing to stay committed to him. Uh, but we, we need to replenish what we lost in the secondary. You know, we we lost a lot of talent in Stephon Gilmore and J.C. Jackson. And quite frankly, the, the guys that they have put in those places is not enough to play sustainable football with the, the style that New England has historically played. Love to get some difference makers here. And because of that, uh, I'm going to look at a size corner in Keeley Ringo from the University of Georgia to pick for the New England Patriots. You get somebody that you could play some man-to-man coverage with. He's obviously a height, weight, speed, big-time guy. Uh, he's off to a good start. I'm picking Ringo for the Pats here. Let's let's get a CB1 in, in the house because they don't have one right now. Number 10, the New York Giants. They said, you know what? We're fine. We're fine. We didn't need to force that quarterback. Anyways, we, need, we got other issues on our roster. One of their biggest issues is that linebacker. They can't be starting. Oh, who's, this, who's this Callista guy? <laughs> Some guy named Callista's out there. Calitro, he's starting out there. Tay, Tay Davis? Uh, Tay Crowder. Tay Crowder. Tay, Tay Crowder and Austin Calitro, your starting linebackers for the New York Giants. To, to quote the great Keith Sanchez, can't go to war with him. You can't go to war <laughs> with him. We got we to gotta get an upgrade here at linebacker for the Giants. We'll, we get, we'll get Hendon Hooker or something like that in the second round. We're going to go with uh, Trenton Simpson, linebacker hmm. from Clemson. Um, think about what what we wanted Patrick Queen to be for Wink Martindale in Baltimore. And, like, now here's a better player. Here's a better version of what that player can be in that scheme. All the speed, the range, the coverage ability uh, behind a, a really stout defensive line that fe- features Dexter Lawrence and, and, of course, Leonard Williams. So uh, I think this is the type of player they need on the second level there with the Giants. Which brings us to the Detroit Lions. And what a tough team this is to pick for right now because they got so many young names. They got a lot of young talent. We're seeing which ones of those players are budding and blossoming and performing well and which ones are not. And obviously the offense has been very effective as far as the offensive line that they had. Some of us saw it coming from a while away that they were going to be able to run the football really effectively. Maybe it was 12 months too early, but I digress. Uh, I'm down a box of Bilt Bars for it. I'm not mad at Chris Ford at all. But 
defensively, there's a lot of room for growth. I mean, we, we had some questions for Jeff Okuda coming in. He has played well. Amani Oyuarie has been a productive corner on the other side. Linebacker is uh, Malcolm Rodriguez, sixth-round pick, has kind of become the apple of the eye of the entire linebacker room uh, with Alex Hanzaloni and Derek Barnes and Chris Board and some of the other names there. I think I think I'm going to go with the player who I think could really pair the best with Aiden Hutchinson on the front defensively. And it's a player who has supreme versatility, and that's Brian Brzee from Clemson. I, I really get excited thinking about Brzee and Hutchinson coexisting on the same line with what they bring to the table respectively as defensive linemen. And um, I know you got Michael Brockers as a veteran in that room and Ali McNeil's a little bit of a bowling ball that that's got some fun uh, athleticism to him. But uh, I think Brzee definitely brings another element and you could potentially push Charles Harris out of such a high volume spot with Brzee as well. I, I think he's that versatile. Man, you know whose heart is broken right now? Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders picking at 12. Snatch their soul. You snatch their soul, Kyle. Good. I'm glad. No mercy. That's, that's what we had queued up. That's so what we had. is this the filibuster now? Is that what this is? No, I just wanted to let you know how much I was bothered by that. Oh, okay. I know that you would feel good about that. So I just wanted to, to bring you a lot of happiness. All right. So here's the deal. We have to help this team on the interior, the O-line interior of the D-line. And so that kind of puts me in a Gervin Dexter from Florida versus Chris has a player queued up that I'm not going to pick right here uh, versus Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as a move inside type player. And, and I think about McDaniels and they kind of always have that one guard that has that movement ability, whether that's been Joe Tooney in the past for, for them. Cause they like to trap and counter and, and run some Wait. pin and pull stuff. And they want that Tooney. one guy that can move. Tooney for Skaronsky is low key, like not a bad comp. Well, that's kind of where I'm headed with this. I feel like they need this, but that's why the Patriots like drafted that. Cole strange this year. So Peter Skaronsky, we're going to move him to guard and he's going to really help solidify the interior and allow Josh McDaniels to do what he wants to do offensively. Okay, which puts the um, Arizona Cardinals on the clock at pick number 13. Do I go Miles Murphy here? We, we, we need some help in the pass rush department, right? I mean, we, we need help in pass rush. We need help in corner. We need help at wide. You draft receiver. a linebacker and not play him. No, Trenton Simpson's already off the board. That would have been the one. Okay, <laughs> since they they love those space guys. Um, I I think I'm going to go Miles Murphy. You're pretty surprised that he's still here. I know he hasn't had like the booming start to the season, but the traits are just so good here, and he's a little bit of a different flavor than some of the other guys that they have. I, I think Murphy in the same light can do some of the odd front stuff where, where he does reduce inside shade on offensive tackles and win as a pass rusher in addition to 
kind of winning off the edge. So I, I, I like Miles Murphy as the fit here uh, for Arizona at 13 based on the way the board fell. Experience TV, music, podcasts, and games like never before with the Sonos Ray. This compact and easy-to-use soundbar puts you at the center of all your entertainment with clear, crisp dialogue and perfectly balanced bass. You just plug in the power cable, connect it to your TV, and get set up in the Sonos app within minutes. Before you know it, you have blockbuster sound and streamlined control of your content from all your favorite services. Visit Sonos.com to shop for the Ray now. All right, I'm back up here with the Tennessee Titans here at number 14. Whew. Um, I feel like they need help in a number of areas. They do. Wow. I know that Titans fans will try to light your house on fire if you give them a linebacker. Do it. I think they need something at receiver. I think they need help on the O-line. I think they can use more on the D-line. They're set at safety. I like their safety situation. They got some young corners. Obviously, Harold Landry coming back will be big for them next year. Bud Dupree. How do I help this team in the most meaningful way? I think we have to take a little bit of a swing here. We're going to take a little bit of a swing. Give a big pass-catching tight end, Joe. No. No, we're okay. not doing that. Right they out. got Chigo. Sorry, right, right, I, I tried. They got Chigo over there. They got Chigo. The... He yeah, said they, right. they don't need him. They got Chigo. And we're, I like we're Chigo. We're but... Michael Mayer. We're gonna... no. Okay, Joe. All right. Now we're gonna we're gonna go with Kayshawn Boutte, wide receiver LSU, who is probably the most talented receiver in this class. I know it's been kind of a rough go to start this year. Some of those dynamics at LSU with the quarterback and the scheme, but we've seen Kayshawn Boutte dominate the SEC. We know what this guy has from a talent perspective, and Tennessee needs guys on this offense that can be difference makers, and Boutte gives them a chance to have that at receiver. Guys played two and a quarter seasons in the SEC, has 93 catches for 1,300 yards, dominating. 93 yeah. yards in three look, games. Look at the game wall. Look at the games that he's played, man. Unstoppable against SEC competition. I'd have picked Michael Mayer, Tennessee fans. Just let the record eh, Give you more dynamic player. Give you a productive player. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles on the clock at 15 via the New Orleans Saints. And I can hear Eagles fans now. Howie would never pick a linebacker. Howie would never pick a running back. Well, sick, because that's that's like where the value sits right now on the board. And it's quite <laughs> frankly, it's where your roster needs the most most help, right? Um, so that's an unenviable position to find yourself in, knowing full well that you will immediately trigger the fan base with that so- selection if you do it. But if you look at the roster... so. I will stay true to Howie Roseman, and I will draft pass rusher Isaiah Foskey from the Notre Dame Fighting Irish at 15 for the Philadelphia Eagles. They got some contracts that are getting ready to come off the books at that position. Foskey, draft dude's alumni, said one of his main missions this year was to be better against the run. I don't know if you saw it against UNC, 
But my guy's playing the run, and he's playing it really well. And he is playing his way into top half of the first-round conversation. So Isaiah Foskey of the Eagles. The Jacksonville Jaguars here at number 16. And um, there's two really good paths that I, I like here. One of them is offensive tackle, kind of knowing that Jawan Taylor's going to be up here with his deal and, and continuing to make sure you have that built around uh, Trevor. But also the opportunity to get some speed at receiver. Um, I don't know that I love the value there. I think with Quinton Johnson, Marvin Mims, Josh Downs all being on the table, and honestly, Cedric Tillman would be a really good pick for them. I, I feel good about being able to wait and get a player like one of those guys in the second round. So we're going to go with the offensive tackle. We're going to go with Jalen Duncan out of Maryland uh, as a guy that can be a bookend with Cam Robinson and, and give you size, length, movement skills, power, uh, to step in for Juwan Taylor and, and prioritize those trenches for your young quarterback. So Jalen Duncan's going to be our guy here for the Jaguars at 16. Oh, you hear that? That is the is sound it? of me levitating out of my chair. If I am Nick Casario, that Cam Smith is still on the board for me to pick here to pair with Derek Stingley as a young corner duo. I love it. So we're doing it. Cam Smith. South Carolina, cornerback, pick number 17, courtesy the Cleveland Browns. We're not rushing the quarterback thing. We had to run on quarterbacks anyway. We could have had our pick of the litter at the top of the draft. Regardless, this is, no, we are building a roster that is in the vision of where Nick Casario came from. It's a man-to-man corners at your disposal. And you make sure that you've got a good defense, corners that can tackle uh, the infrastructure is going to be strong for whatever quarterback comes in here. This is a huge position of need. It's a high value position. It's a no brainer pick. I think he's a BPA best available corner as well. So done. I've got the Colts next up here. Um, and this is pick 18. One of the things that I think the football community is late on recognizing is that the Colts offensive line ain't what it was three years ago. You know, they don't have the left tackle thing figured out. Right now, Dan, Danny Pinter's their right guard. They kind of flopped there with Golinski and Chris Reed and some of the guys that they tried there at right guard. And so, Golinski yeah, they got okay, but he's gone. he's okay, but the, he ain't there, man. You know what I mean? They're right. starting Danny right. Pinter, so I think we have to get back to this a little bit, especially if if John Taylor is going to be our identity, um, especially at left tackle. And so, to me, this is a great opportunity to go with Paris Johnson, the left tackle mm. now at Ohio State guy you could put next to Quentin Johnson has the length and movement skills to be a, a really quality player kind of settling in right now at that spot we got to we got to get left tackle figured out here for the Colts especially if Matt Ryan's going to be your quarterback man that that guy I have all the respect in the world for Matt Ryan but my god he can't move right like just the foot his foot speed is so slow he's like stuck in the mud all the time you got to make sure he has time to operate which puts the Dallas Cowboys on the clock at 19 and I'm very pleased with the names that I have available to me. Um, this has historically been a linebacker spot. I'm not picking a linebacker, even though Henry Toto is still on the board. Noah Sewell has not played particularly well to start the year, if I'm being honest, and that's disheartening. So I, I will not be going that direction. Um, but I am going to go on the defensive side of the ball. And I am going to go with Gervon Dexter, the interior defensive lineman from the University of Florida. Uh, they already 
cut John Ridgeway from Arkansas. They have Quentin Bohanna, who was a sixth round pick from uh, 2021, I believe was his draft class. Yes, he was 192 overall, and he's a big brick house, 6'5, 360, just a big body. But you can get a guy like Gervon Dexter, who I think can give you some of the penetration stuff that some of the other guys do the Diggizuas, Tristan Hills, the Neville Gallimores. Like, he can be much more of a well-rounded type, but he's such a big body that I, I think he can actually play on the nose and, and anchor for your defense as well. So uh, I really like that fit, that pick, and that's why we're making it here for Dallas to give them some help inside on the front. Cincinnati, Joe. Cincinnati ro- yeah. run the card to the podium, Joseph. Run it up there. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals here? here at number 20. I'm guessing – uh, Chris would love for me to provide Joe Burrow with Michael Mayer at tight end. Uh, no, no, a different card. Oh, no, you're going to leave a guy on the board. It's unbelievable. Don't you hate when I'm Chris does to, this to you? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out, like, who's who's dumb. Is it Jameer Gibbs? Does he want Jameer Gibbs? For the Bengals? I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out. Okay, what I want to do is replace Eli Apple. That's what I want to do. That's you know, the I know smart th- thing to do. Correct. I mean, Dax Hill is your Jesse Bates replacement, I guess, if they if they can't keep him. So to me, I I, I want to upgrade that Eli Apple what is, spot. What is Chris talking about? Here? Dude, I have no idea. Is there an offensive lineman that he's in love with or something? I I, I have no idea what Chris wants me to go. I'm going to go with Joey Porter Jr., Penn State corner, uh, length, athleticism, uh, ball skills. We're going to get him to go with with uh Chidobia Wuzier, give me uh, a stylistically Four. different 20. corner. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We're uh we like what he's what he's offering and I think he kind of fits their mold of what they like at corner. Chris, what what was the right move, Mame? No, not gonna no, not you, gonna share no, it. no you we're not gonna it. do this. It's gonna we're not gonna to. do this. No, I know I, I know I, as the producer of the show, I'm it's exactly what I'm gonna do. We're just gonna continue to move on. The Minnesota Vikings are now on the clock with You're pick number twenty one. When you the pick board. the player when you pick when you pick the player that I wanted to go to the Bengals, we'll talk about it. What happens if we don't pick the player that you wanted to go to? The if Bengals? you don't pick this player in the first round, I'm going to launch an investigation into. Oh. <laughs> what? Maybe we could call OSHA and have them do that while they're investigating the sun. Um, I think I'm going to pick Michael Mayer for the Vikings at 21. I know we've got Irv Smith. I know he's flashed a little bit. But when you got Dalvin Cook and the opportunity, like if you go 12 personnel and you got Irv Smith, Michael Mayer, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook on the field, I think you could do a lot of really good stuff. So that that for me is kind of an internal vision. Kind of the other tight end right now there is Johnny Munt. And uh, Michael Mayer is greater sign. Uh, by a big, 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 big way. So Mayor 21 Vikings locking it in. Seattle Seahawks, number 22. This is courtesy of the Denver Broncos. I like the opportunity to go with a defensive lineman here. Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. I like what Tyree's got. I think he's got top of the first round traits in terms of length, size, movement skills. Um, we know that Seattle likes these freaky dudes, long arms, heavy hands. And, uh, I think this is kind of like almost the most extreme version of that type of edge rusher that they would like. 
Um, so I think you, you add him into the, into this mix with uh, Daryl Taylor, who's been a nice find for them. And um, I think you can, you can have a nice compliment here in Tyree Wilson, help yourself on defense after going quarterback at two. Okay. So the chargers are on the clock and I am really str- struggling with what's available. <laughs> Find something that I like here. This is when it gets really hard with these mocks, man. Yes, man. All right. So here's what we know about the Chargers. The Chargers, um, they're dealing with some injuries at wide receiver right now. Uh, I also don't really like any of these wide receivers, if I'm being honest. Like, after Addison and Najigba, like, I'm I'm even kind of on the fence on Butte, who was picked already. What about, not that I'm here to help you, but what about a right tackle? I mean, they're still rolling with Trey Pipkins. Yeah, I mean, do I like DeWand Jones in this range, though? You think about it. I mean, Darnell Washington at tight end is at least interesting. What can what can you can you sell me at all on Anton Harrison from Oklahoma? No, I couldn't. Um, I think he's a, a reasonable player in terms of. I like the length and I like how he moves, but like from a power perspective, I didn't see a first round player. Can you sell me it all on Javon Foster from Missouri? No, not day over DeWan guy. Jones. No, I would take is, DeWan Jones. Isn't DeWan Jones guys. a day two guy too, though? Maybe, but we're bro. Like we're going to be picking day two guys here. The rest of this first round, <laughs> we're at that point. Should I just pick Darnell Washington? I, those would be, I would be picking between, Jones and Washington, and then I would talk myself into Jones because the, he's a offensive lineman over a tight end. That's what I would do. But Washington can really block. He can he really sure can. block. He sure and he's kind of built like it's a, an offensive tackle. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm going to pick Darnell Washington. We're gonna, we got to run on tight ends here. I know that never happens in the NFL, but the Chargers are kind of at this intersection where they could start looking for cherries on top, and I, I just don't love the tackle value. I think Darnell Washington is a better tight end prospect right now than DeWan Jones is an offensive tackle prospect for the NFL. If I can give you some solace, Kyle, if all of the injuries that the Chargers have continue to to be a thing, they will not be picking uh, 23rd in the 2023 NFL draft. So you probably right. have a better better player to pick from. Yeah, I can't believe this next team's still slotted to pick 24 either. Would you like to pick 24 and I'll pick 31? Oh, you offering a trade? Can I get no. an extra first round pick for trade and responsibilities of the pick? No, sir, you can't. Uh, no, I would not. I'd like you to make that pick. Oh, you want me to pick for the Miami Dolphins? Yeah, the Miami Dolphins, and I'll pick for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> the whole time I'm sitting here thinking Kyle's going to take this, and now I have to sit here and make a pick. Which just don't pick. Lead... Just don't pick Jameer Gibbs. Why would I pick Jameer Gibbs? Because that's 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 a thing. No, yeah, we're not picking Jameer Gibbs, um, especially because Bijan hasn't been picked yet either. So we would pick Bijan if we picked a running back. Uh, but I just don't think that's what they're going to do. Um, I guess with 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 Miami, they're kind of another challenging team to pick because of a lot of young players, but also just where the needs that you forecast meet value here. Um, I think the Dolphins can stand to get younger at corner. Um Howard and Jones aging a little bit. Um, obviously, Howard's still playing at a high level. Jones is coming off of like an Achilles or something, right? From yeah, he had off-season. off-season surgery. Yeah. 
So he's on the pup. I think I don't know if the money makes sense there for them to move on, but I would want to kind of restock here. Man, I don't love these options, Kyle. That's why I gave you the pick. If I had a player I loved, I'd I'd have taken it from you. But man, this sucks. (laughs) I mean, I guess you have like. You have Ingram on a one-year deal. Like, you're going to want that player. You're going to want that player back. Maybe you just bring Ingram back. Like, why wouldn't you just do that? Or you might want to get younger there. I hope so. God, I hate you for this. Uh, Eric Rose, also an aspiring contract as as the third safety who plays man-to-man on tight ends. Um, Do you pick that player in the first round, though? My situational safety? When you have... Isn't it kind of the same... Isn't it the same kind of thing that we talked about? I mean, Jones isn't good, particularly good in coverage. Isn't it kind of the same thing we just got done talking about with the Chargers, but like the other side of the ball? Like if I'm in your shoes and I'm looking defense, I'm looking for a corner. If there's one that I love, which I have the feeling there's not based on your hesitancy to pick a corner. But then it's like, okay, my man-to-man tight end safety option so I could play big nickel. Is there another backer? I know they spent a third round pick on Channing Tindall, but like they got Jerome Baker, um, Channing Tindall, and Elana Roberts and Duke Riley are the linebackers. And like, quite frankly, Riley's outplaying Elana Roberts, who's supposed to be your physical between the tackles guy, or Melvin Ingram's coming off the books. You didn't even mention a right tackle. I don't know what they have. Austin, well, I got to get Austin Jackson what, back off of what? injured reserve. All the credit in the world to Rob, Rob Judon, who's, who, who gave us this great quote in a TDN staff meeting. He's like, well, if you don't know what you have, then. Well, yeah, you, you probably don't have something. You don't have something. <laughs> We're counting on year three, Austin Jackson, to put it together at right tackle. If you're going to pick Dewan Jones to play in a wide zone system, I think that's a nightmare. It's not a schematic fit. The best player on the board is Bijan Robinson. The best player on the board is B. John Robinson. The player that I think can help you the most might be a linebacker. That's the best I've seen Jerome Baker play in a long time recently here. He, on played, inspired. he played inspired for sure. And he's just one guy. All right. Welcome to the Miami Dolphins. Henry Toa Toa, linebacker, oh. Alabama. Woo. Speed, instincts. He could play in space, Me play like downhill. He. I don't know, man. Like, that was he's tough. A- that was a real real hurdle I had to jump there. Yeah, and the, and they're kind of at that point where the cap is going to they're going to have to make some cap decisions too and and Baker's contract is pretty flexible. I'm not saying that they would move on from him in 2023, but like Toto is kind of gives you two of that same kind of player. Anyway, the Baltimore Ravens are picking at 25 now. And I'm staying with a bit. I'm going to keep going with it. I know he uh, Height, weight, speed, vertical receiving ability. Lamar does it well. I know I gave Joe a bunch of uh, <laughs> crap for Butte being the pick at 14. At least mine's at 25, I guess. Quentin Johnson, wide receiver, TCU. Just like I love this player. And I love this fit for Baltimore. So I'm I'm staying with it. It's still early. There's a lot of ball game left in the season. I'm going to be stubborn. But if we do this next month and the trajectory continues, then we'll probably have to find a new big body guy to put here. Might be Cedric Tillman. I don't know. Cedric Tillman's nice, man. Good player. He is. 
All right, I got the Lions here. Uh, who'd they pick with their first pick? Uh, Brian, Brian Brzee. Brzee. Whew, nice player. Thank you. Uh, here, here's what I want to do here with this with this pick. I want to go with Antonio Johnson, the safety from Texas A&M. Kind of a versatile guy, can play deep, can play halves, can play in the slot. Physical, trigger, instinctive size I think he can be a glue guy for that secondary tell me just a little bit more about him I'm pulling something up real quick well so about Antonio, tell me just he plays for Texas yeah. A&M can play <laughs> matchups can allow them to to be more versatile uh, with what they do sick. schematically on defense pick somebody for the Packers please <laughs> okay okay well, so the Packers are on the clock at 27 I'm going to be quite frank here. I hate my options. I despise my options. I think, I believe I am going to draft. You look at the Green Bay Packers and their needs. They need more on the offensive interior. I don't know that I, like Andrew Voorhees has been fine, but I, I he hasn't necessarily lived up to the expectations where I think we originally put him. And I, I probably am, am not comfortable drafting in the first round. John Michael Schmitz is a, I think he's more of a center. You, you kind of already have that player in Josh Myers. Do we want to move Josh Myers to guard and draft another center? And would Schmitz be a better fit than Van Pran? I don't know. I'd love to get a tackle and then move Elkton Jenkins back inside to boost the interior, but I don't really like DeWan Jones in this area. So if I'm Green Bay, I'm probably looking in two spots. I'm looking at edge rusher. You know, you have Rayshon Gary and Preston Smith and not a lot behind them, right? Kingsley and Igbar is a fifth round pick. Jonathan Garvin, um, pretty limited outside of that. I like Nolan Smith. I like Derek Hall as fits. Or do I like Brian Branch at safety to be the third safety? I think Green Bay would probably go past rusher, and therefore I'm going to go Derek Hall, University of Auburn, uh, as their their third rusher. They like to have depth there in that spot, and, and Hall is a really traitsy guy. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number 28. Um, a lot of expiring contracts on defense, a lot at corner, Christian Gonzalez, Oregon, very much the type of player they've traditionally went for at corner. I think he's kind of an obvious fit and logical choice at this point, uh, in our, in our mock draft. Okay, which puts the uh, Kansas City Chiefs on the clock at 29 overall. And uh, the name that I'm leaning into here is... Screw it. We're going to do it. Um, Luxury type pick. Bijan Robinson. Running back Texas. We're going to get Clyde Edwards-Hilaire out of here. We're going to run him back with some explosiveness, passing game ability. This is it. This is the pick for the Chiefs. Thank you. 
This is what we're looking for. We can replace but, running backs who don't live up to our standards. So get Joe Mixon out of Cincinnati. Give me B. John Robinson in Cincinnati. What is happening? Over it. Uh, we just let it amazing go last year. Amazing. Hold on. Unbelievable. Hold on. We got a couple minutes here. I know we do. I know how much time's left on the clock for today's show. So we can we can fully flesh this idea out that Chris has just asserted that Joe Mixon underperforming player. Did I did I hear that correctly, Chris? Look, I mean, look at the three games he's played in this year. They can't they can't have that. They can't have Samaj P. Ryan being the better running back. Can't have it. Mm. Fifteen hundred yards from scrimmage and sixteen touchdowns last year. Pro Bowl player. Let me let's see his contract. Let's see if that's even is it even possible? Do you know, Chris? Yes, I I looked. I looked. I looked it up here. They can get. They can cut him at the end of this year. It would cost like two point seven million in dead money, and they'd save ten million against the cap. Oh, and he's got a void year at the end of this for twenty twenty four too. Really, this is so. Yeah, that's uh, what I would have done if I was. Th- if I was the Cincinnati Bengals at pick this, number twenty, but Joe didn't do it. So if yeah, they released him, if they if they released him prior to June first, they'd save seven point three five million and have a five and a half million dollar dead cap hit. Interesting, interesting. So if I will say this, if if Bijan was on the board at thirty, I probably would have picked him for the Eagles. My question that I Saved want to you extend from to Kyle. No, no. If I, the question I want to extend to Kyle is if Bijan was on the board at 31, would you have picked him for the Bills? Yes. I thought you would. I thought yeah. you would. Yeah. Well, we never got there, so. <laughs> uh, I do have the Eagles at 30, their second first-round pick. Uh, Isaiah Foskey was their first first-round pick at number 15. Um, this team's good, man. They got they got a really stacked roster. I do look at corner. Uh, James Bradbury only signed a, a one-year deal. Um, and you know, Darius Slay's playing really, really well. He's also an, an aging player. I think that it'd be wise for them to invest a, a high pick on a corner. Um, and man, I wish I wish there was more good things to say about Eli Ricks based on this year. Uh, but I know what type of talent he is, and I know the versatility that he offers. And so I think this is a good swing here for them. Eli Ricks, corner Alabama. Um, I thought he was as good as any corner studying him over the summer and hopefully his season gets on track here uh, because he's a first round talent all day long. And I think Philadelphia can take a swing like this based on how good their roster is. Joe, I'm, I am going to, in spite of the harassment on social media from the mafia for the last few days, I'm going to do my best to make you proud here. Okay. With the 31st pick, the Buffalo bills are going to select Wide receiver, Josh Downs, UNC. Your thoughts? My thoughts are I'm glad I didn't have to make the pick because I don't know what I would have done. Right. I probably would have I would have played the game where it's like, well, I don't think they're going to be able to re-sign Jordan Poyer and just gave him one of these safeties like Brian Branch or something <laughs> like that. Well, and if, if either Simpson or Toto would have been the linebacker that was left, yeah. I would have played that game with – Edmonds with Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah. yeah. But, and I understand that Isaiah McKenzie's kind of emerging a little bit and there's some excitement that he can have a bigger respective role, but Diggs and Gabe Davis. And uh, I think downs can be a really nice complimentary piece there. And, and 
I think gives you more ceiling than what Isaiah McKenzie has shown to be to this point in his career. And I know that you really like Josh Downs. You've sung his praises. So that's why I picked him for Buffalo. I was expecting you to go Sean Tucker. I was ready for it. I wouldn't have been mad about it, but I, <laughs> I know you and I know Buff. I don't know what Buffalo's temperature would have been for a, a, another wide receiver or for a running back. I should say two top one hundred picks at running back. I don't, you know what? It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, it's so early. I don't think you're going to get anybody mad, you know? Great. Right. So let's do one again next week. Then if we're not going to piss anybody off, let's... <laughs> those are coming. That's what makes the job fun, man. This is right. That's what we get up in the morning for is to get yelled at by people when uh, they don't like the player we mock for their team in a, in a mock draft in September. So that that's, that's the September mock, uh, the 2020. September 2022, 2023 draft dudes NFL mock draft is now complete. Uh, 31 picks in the books. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert, Sam Russo. Thanks for checking out the show. Thanks to our friends over at Ben Online for their continued support of the podcast. Make it a great rest of your day. We'll talk with you all again tomorrow. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you are at it, help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com or follow us at The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.